The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, Hear another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a tower. Then he leased it to tenants and went on a journey. When vintage time drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to obtain his produce. But the tenants seized the servants, and one they beat, another they killed, and a third they stoned. Again he sent other servants, more numerous than the first ones, but they treated them in the same way. Finally he sent his son to them, thinking, They will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and acquire his inheritance. They seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. What will the owner of the vineyard do to those tenants when he comes? They answered him, He will put those wretched men to a wretched death and lease his vineyard to other tenants who will give him the produce at the proper times. Jesus said to them, Did you never read in the scriptures the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? By the Lord has this been done. And it is wonderful in our eyes. Therefore I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that will produce its fruit. The Gospel of the Lord. How many of us saw recent pictures of that blood orange sky in San Francisco? looked apocalyptic. Smoke from the wildfires billowed across the sky, turning everything orange. A few days ago, I spoke with a friend who lives in Northern California. He said it's terrifying. His sister has even been evacuated four times in the last two years. It's just hard to imagine the horror of watching fire creep towards your home year after year. These wildfires, along with hurricanes, floods, and higher temperatures, are part of the extreme weather ravaging our planet. I wonder, is this extreme weather a sign of what is to come? In April of this year, National Geographic published an entire issue of their magazine addressing this question. What will our planet look like in 50 years? They offered two starkly different scenarios. In the worst case scenario, we'll see an increase in extreme weather, making vast parts of the planet uninhabitable, leading to large-scale migration, food shortages, and even war as nations fight for limited resources. In the best case scenario, we can undo some of the damage that we've done. But nations must work together to find sustainable ways to feed ourselves, 
to reduce carbon emissions, to clean our rivers and lakes and oceans, and to reimagine the way we design our homes and cities. As stewards of this planet, we will simply reap what we sow. That's also what the heart of today's gospel is all about, stewardship. Jesus tells a parable about a landowner who entrusts his vineyard to a group of tenants. The landowner gives them everything they need. He plants the choicest vines, puts a hedge around the vineyard, digs a wine press, and builds a tower. But then he hands the keys over to his tenants. When the owner sends his servants to collect the wine, the tenants kill them. So the landowner sends more of his servants, but one by one, they're slaughtered. The tenants even kill the landowner's son. Understandably, when the owner arrives, he puts these wicked tenants to death. They reaped what they sowed. Jesus tells this parable to directly indict the religious leaders of his day. Like the wicked tenants, they were corrupt and short-sighted, sour stewards in the vineyard. The Lord entrusted everything to them, his law, the prophets, and his message of universal salvation. But the religious leaders did not bear good fruit. For this reason, their honor and their privileged place in God's kingdom was taken away from them and given to the Gentiles. So, what does this parable mean for us? God holds us accountable. You and I are stewards of creation much like the tenants were stewards of the vineyard. The direction of our planet rests in our hands. God created the world, but he leaves us to care for it. This has been a consistent message from Pope Francis, who calls upon us to care for creation, to share our resources with the most vulnerable, and to plan for future generations. We're stewards, not owners of the earth. Think about what else you and I are stewards of. We're stewards of our democracy. As Americans, it's imperative to vote, to pay our taxes, and to participate in all forms of civic life. Silence isn't service care for our nation by making our voices heard. The health of our nation depends upon it. We're also stewards of the church and stewards of the faith. It's why we attend Mass. It's why we pray together. It's why so many of us have contributed to the restoration of the church and the building of our new pastoral center. The Lord depends upon us to hand on our faith from one generation to the next. B. 
being present weekly and contributing to a safe and beautiful place to worship is part of being a good steward. Look at the world around us. How am I a steward of creation? How am I a steward of democracy? And how am I a steward of the church and the faith? Occasionally, we need to contemplate some of these deeper questions because we're accountable for what happens in our world. Like the tenants in the gospel, we reap what we sow. 